0: Hey, folks, it's the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Tito Jeff Spill off at Fit Happens on Twitter. Uh, a little bit of uh, I kind of a guess, Ohio State-ish uh, basketball news. Um, Greg Oden and John Diebler are both joining Thad Mata at Butler to join his coaching staff as Thad takes over for his second run with the Butler Bulldogs. Um, Odin obviously played, uh, Oden, obviously former Buckeye players, also former Buckeye uh, coaches, and Odin was an assistant coach this year, graduate assistant coach, I believe, this year. Uh, but they both uh, joined Thad Mata at Butler um, as, uh, like I said, Thad gets back into the coaching game. Um, other news that uh, Seth Towns is returning for, I think this is his seventh year of college basketball, or seventh year being college, I suppose. <clears throat> um, a lot of injury problems. He was great. He's a Northland kid, uh, Columbus, Northland here. Uh, in right here in town and um, uh, went to Harvard, graduated from Harvard after, and played a couple of really good years there. Uh, one of the best players in the Ivy League when he was there, transferred to Ohio State, had some injury issues, missed all of last season. He's an important part of this year's uh, team. And um, <clears throat> he'll, he's gonna be uh, counted on to be a, a leader on this team that has had so much turnover and lost, uh, I think they could lose 11 when it's all said and done from this past season's team could be off this roster. So, um, Seth Towns uh, will certainly be counted on, along with Justice Suey, to provide some veteran leadership on this team. It looks like Malachi Branham is staying in the NBA draft. He has not officially hired an agent yet, uh, but all signs point to that. Bucknuts just did a story on that. Steve Hellwagon had something out about how uh, Branham sounds very confident that he's going to um, stay where he's at. You know, Branham, I've seen him go anywhere from 10th overall. In the draft, to down in the uh, you know the late 20s, which I think it's probably closer to that. There will be 10 now with all the players you know that have decided to um, enter the draft since Malachi announced. I believe there's a total of four or five Duke players have uh, committed. So um, a lot of players in the draft, and you know although Malachi is certainly one of the more talented ones, I do see him slipping down to probably the early to mid 20s. I still think he will get picked ahead of EJ Liddell. So um, now let's talk about somebody the Buckeyes did get, Sean McNeil, um, who is a guard from West Virginia. Um, He is uh, transferring into Ohio State. He picked Ohio State. Uh, He had uh, Louisville, Texas Tech, Cincinnati, Indiana, and I think also Virginia were all in the mix for this kid. Um, He um, uh, played every game last year for West Virginia, averaged uh, 12 points a game, and he played something like uh, 33 minutes a game. So, he logged a lot of minutes there. um, And he has just one season of eligibility left, but still, he's another, he's a veteran guard. um, And uh, it's a welcome addition to Ohio State with all the guards they're losing. And their guard play, you know, outside of like when Branham was out there, their guard play wasn't great last year. They were very consistent. So, having McNeil, having Tanner hold along with the other guys coming in also, that uh, that will certainly help Ohio State next year. I I, I love the addition of McNeil as just a, a veteran guy who can score and can play a lot of minutes. Um, and is smart with the basketball. Ohio State did lose uh, Michi Johnson. We knew about that one. Um, he has decided to transfer to South Carolina. Um, he uh, chose uh, South Carolina over Pittsburgh. I think was probably his second choice. They were in the running there. Paul Louisiana State, LSU was also uh, were also in the mix for that one. But uh, Michi Johnson, who uh, you know played sporadically, wanted to play more. I know um, at Ohio State, but he's off to South Carolina now with the uh, immediate eligibility there for the Gamecocks. One of the guys Ohio state wanted was Nigel pack. And I, he's a Kansas state uh, guard. Who's uh, was first team, all big 12 averaged I think 17 points a game last year. And um, I I didn't think it was realistic for Ohio state to get him anyway. So I'm not surprised he did not go to Ohio state. He um, had his final three narrowed down to um, Miami, Florida, Ohio state and Purdue. And he ended up choosing Miami, but what's interesting about it, like like I said, I'm not surprised about the fact that he chose Miami. That part does not surprise me, uh, but I was surprised that they actually released the terms of an NIL he gets as part of this. It's a deal with Life Wallet, and it's a two-year deal for um, for Nigel. That's he gets $800,000 and a, a car over it. So. You know Nigel, like say, 17 points a game last year, 43% beyond three point line, and all this does. I question, I wonder, I should say questions. That sounds like I'm being skeptical of this. I, I just wonder if Ohio State had any kind of countered that nil, and if so, what was the number, or what were the numbers that what was the package that was um, offered to Nigel? Because Nigel's a great talent, and I, I think he's going to be. Um, a fantastic get for Miami. He's, I know he's only six feet tall. He's from Indianapolis, which is why Purdue was also in the mix as well. But um, So good, good for Nigel Pack, good for the Hurricanes. Like I say, I'm not surprised Ohio State didn't get him, um, but uh, Miami is where he's headed for the upcoming season. Over in football, Andre Turrentine, um, who uh, was part of Ohio State's 2021 recruiting class, has entered his name into the transfer portal. Uh, that gets ohio state down to 85 scholarships which is what the limit is um interesting about uh, turn time and, and dan hope of 11 warriors reported this that in ohio state's spring game which was just you know what 10 days ago uh, he played 106 of 118 snaps in that game so they clearly had him out there to showcase something or wanted to see what he could do um so th- th- he played a lot of snaps in the spring game. And you know, the then he decides to transfer out. So we must have seen the writing on the wall. They must have talked to him after that performance, after that game, and said, look, here's where you're at in the depth chart. And turn time probably said, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Um, he has not announced where he's going yet, but he isn't the he is in the transfer portal. He's 5'11", 195 pounds. When he came out of high school, he was the number nine safety in the class. Another the Buckeyes, by the way, have lost now five defensive players recently to the transfer portal, not starters. Five defensive players, though, and uh, you know, again, don't get freaked out by those numbers. A lot of these guys are probably being told, "Hey, you don't fit into our immediate plans. You're not going to be a top of the rotation kind of player." So, you know, if you want to look elsewhere, we totally understand, and that's what's the case is with Noah Potter. Uh, Noah Potter, whose brother Micah Potter came to Ohio State and then transferred out and went to Wisconsin, he is a redshirt junior defensive end, and he also en- entered the transfer portal. Um, after again after spring practice, and I got to believe in a lot of these cases, spring practice gets done. Players and coaches sit down and probably some individual sessions, and they say, "Look, here's what we think is going to happen this year with your playing time." And the player then might say, "You know, yeah, or this is the the next two years look this way." So Noah Potter, obviously a four-star recruit from 2019, who was from Mentor, Ohio, um, he buried on a you know a very uh, deep Ohio State defensive line and uh, defensive ends and defensive linemen also but um potter's talented but just like with jameson williams alabama i'm not comparing potter to jameson williams by the way i'm just saying that jameson williams a wide receiver had to uh, compete with garrett wilson and chris olave for um you know for for prime time playing time in ohio state at ohio state and uh williams did not have that that didn't see that happening so he transferred to alabama became one of the best receivers in the country last year. So he's one of the best receivers in the country, but couldn't get past Olave and Wilson on the depth chart at Ohio State. That speaks to the talent at Ohio State. Same thing with Noah Potter. Noah Potter might be a great player. I know you think he's a good player. He might be a great player, though. There might be something there if he goes somewhere else and gets the opportunity. But if you look at Ohio State's depth on defense, um, you know, and the fact they now got Jim Knowles in there, defensive coordinator, who's going to be very, very aggressive. It's a fun time to be a defensive player at Ohio State, but Noah Potter apparently didn't think the playing time was going to be there, didn't think he could crack the top rotations and get enough time in there on the field to make it worth his while, so he's going to go elsewhere, and uh, he could very well thrive. But this is not – I wouldn't say this is terrible news for Ohio State that this has happened. Um, you know, most of these guys, I believe, you don't see Ohio State guys that they're losing. Ohio State saying, like, man. we really didn't want to lose that guy. Anyway, we've got a lot more to talk about later on this week. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at That Happens. Uh, please like, listen, subscribe um, to the Buckeye Blitz, and I will talk to you again soon.